Depends upon us, it's that time of year Brandy and eggnog, there's plenty of cheer There's lights on the trees and there's wreaths to be hung There's mischief and mayhem and songs to be sung There's bells and there's holly, the kids are gung-ho True love finds a kiss beneath fresh mistletoe Some families are messed up while others are fine If you think yours is crazy, well you should see mine Is there an L.A. accent? You have a somewhat of an accent because you're from the East Coast and then New Yorkians and Chicagoans and Boston Bostonians have their own accents. Yeah, there's the California accent, which is like hella, you know, yeah, man. Oh, it's hella cool. Surf's up, dude. Is it surfer, dude? Like, dude, bro? Like this accent, bro? Yeah, that's good. You're from Long Beach, huh? Yeah, totally, bro. Like, born in LBC, yeah. bro. Like, surfing, yeah, doing like, whatever, skating, you know? Whatever, bro. Well, like, oh my god, like, the Valley Girl is, like, totally LA. Like how you guys, like how, okay, you're, like, from, you say Manhattan instead of never pronouncing T's and stuff. You say kitten. Yes, that's, like, the you only thing about my Connecticut accent. Yeah, but, like, what we have here is we don't say the G in thing. We say like listening to you, surfing, skating, listening, you know, to music. Well, it's because you guys are so laid back and cool. On. You use such lovely big words. I like big words. What does it mean? An awkward, shitty conversation. That'd be a real rarity around here, wouldn't it? Welcome to Los Angeles, ma'am. Live from the City of Roses. Maybe this is a good time for a little break. This is L.A.A.F. And you listening at home on your radio boxes. With Grace Faye. Grace. Instant gratification takes too long. Grace! If you like high adventure, come with me. And. Major Player Boyle. Jimmy McCammon. He's an enigma. A mystery wrapped in a riddle. He's an idiot. One and a half million in Los Angeles. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. Your parents didn't want this for you. This? This is irrelevant, Your Honor. Is L-A-A-F. It's going to be a massive production. They're making fun. Come on, it's embarrassing. All right. It's middle of December. Happy Monday, all y'all. Everybody's hot. Yeah, yeah, it's a big day. It's uh. Chuck Yeager died, the man who broke the speed of sound. I thought that happened before. No, no, no. He lived um he lived where uh where I'm from, and uh, he just died just last week. Last week, you know. It's old news if you're talking this week, last week. Welcome to the show. It's LAAF the podcast. You're listening to it right now. I'm um, talking on it right now. Uh, that yeah. over there across the table from me is the nice one, the cute one, the one that everybody likes, <laughs> the one who soothes the the people with her dulcet tones. Oh, yeah. Grace Faye. And I, over here, am the other one, Jimmy. You know, I read a long time ago that the, uh, you know, female shamans heal, but male shamans like to shock and scare people into enlightenment. So, you know, you're kind of like that, Jimmy. You you know, you, you're a shock jock. I, I don't know any of this. Did you ever like Howard Stern? Any of this shaman talk. I like all those guys. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. You're um, like a you're like a Howard 
shaman. I am unshockable. <laughs> like I don't get offended. I don't get you know. I don't get my feelings. You just hide it well, like a too easy. Stone person. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's just better things to do than get your feelings all involved in everything. You know, all the time. Um, people take politics all uh, seriously and personally all the time, and people take, uh, you know, you're in front of them in the grocery line, and all of a sudden they're giving you this hateful look. Like, hey, chill out, everybody. Calm down. It doesn't matter. People get mad on Facebook. I mean, they oh, get yeah, mad on like um, do. It's, it's rough social on there. media. Like, Twitter's famous for yeah. people just getting angry. A lot of angst, a lot of haters. Like, yeah. I don't think this is what we were supposed to use this for. Um,. But uh, yeah, good show coming up. Lots of all the stupid bits, you know, the ones, the ones we do on the podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we got uh, like extra content coming up. We're boiling it up in our cauldron. We're boiling up our Patreon content. It's gonna. We're gonna have episodes about Jehovah's Witness, AA, the, the tarot, the goddess, about. witchcraft, actors' access, uh, agents <laughs> in LA. It's just gonna be a mosh like, pot of things we know about. You're like cults, serial killers, central casting, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But uh, yeah. that content will be available over on. Um, patreon.com slash laaf and hey jimmy uh. you remember how a while back i said um anyone who leaves us a five-star review on itunes i'm gonna shout out their name well, oh we sure have here we two go people all right casting guy wrote a review and mama labs thanks and casting we just guy say thank you to you guys um hope you're still listening love the show and i jiggly recommend it to everyone out there says mama labs oh, which i think jiggly, you know what they mean jiggly recommend you get it well i mean i think jiggly's a higher compliment like highly jiggly's better than highly anyway thank you guys so much and you guys should go drop us a review as well as five stars on itunes and we'll shout you out and um we'll see you over on the facebook page at laaf podcast hangout whatevs where we're posting all kinds of um, obnoxious personal photos and stuff of Christmas cards and and Jimmy posts aggressive memes. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, hey, Congress was uh, uh, grilling Facebook and they've got them up in the antitrust, uh, you know, I lawsuit. Know, They're giving drama. them hell over there, right? And yeah. I've got a message for Congress on that. Please do the banks, big pharmacy, insurance companies, private prisons, arms manufacturers, super PACs, big oil, and big agriculture next. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to get right on that. This building is filled with some dumb fucking people. She had such grace. Grace! Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Grace? Everyone's perfect just the way they are. Uh, it's National Housewife Day today. It's going to shatter the record. Restaurants and food. Maybe they're doing takeout. Pico de Gallo with a lot of tomatoes. What do you like on your nachos? Well, I had a really good sandwich the other day. There's donut day. There's nacho day. Well, you don't want too much Grace? Culture and the environment. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. I thought you were done with being a creep. Dining and eating. This is why sandwiches are what they are. Or what about a croissant? I like a more upscale nachos. She's here to guide you. Just go along and sell out, honey. Wear a cute mask. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. Is trying. No! Uh, to help. You either have Grace or you don't. Grace, Grace, Grace. Did somebody say just eat?
Somebody just did the Deagle Double G be feeling festive. Got yeah. Santa in his elves working around the clock. Come on. Holidays <laughs> are here, so the child don't stop. Got child me, child low. Oh, it's Christmas, so child. Ho, ho, ho. You know yeah. what I'm about. Burgers on the way on a solid Oh, wow. Uh, I just changed place. it up, you know. It's this the holidays. Is better. Yeah, I mean, this that's a lot hotter than my... when <laughs> Shugle I Shugle Nifty? When when I'm, I'm performing my show last Friday, which you can see on The Grand Birds on Facebook. Um, but <laughs> basically, I, I had a couple, like, old Christmas carols where yeah. they start to go into full, like, opera, Christ is born yeah. like you know and i could feel my audience like it was like the audience viewing went down <laughs> down i was like shit i gotta get back to some hip-hop i gotta get my rocking around the christmas tree and let it snow because yeah. because the the, Hark the herald also... angels sing and then half my audience was jewish they're like do you know hanukkah songs i was like oh shit so anyway we'll be back we'll be back on the grand birds it was super fun to get dressed up and jimmy worked really hard and it's a full hour of christmas carols hey christmas it was a songs. great show and yeah, it, it was a great, a great show. show and people donated and um we uh people donate on the podcast i wanted to you shouted people out so i'm shouting out jeff wong and uh wade ward and oh our newest uh uh subscriber jake allen jake awesome. allen Thanks, yeah guys nice uh nice folks and just keeping the podcast going and we're gonna get some new gear for the shows pretty Ooh, soon which Jimmy's is gonna be gonna cool get things that cables you stick in the yeah, so, big black boxes so, with cords <laughs> okay and, um, all right nodules and <laughs> dials so, so she's like a full-on <laughs> feminist one minute, and then we'll go full girl on you the second minute. It's great. Hey, hey, that's my prerogative. I like to be a girl and not know how to do things. I mean, it's it's fine. Um, but I did want to say, I, I want it. If we're talking about food, actually, Jimmy, um, oh, you made an incredible chicken curry that I'm about to eat as soon as we finish this podcast. Okay. Um, it's just you may. a chicken curry soup, right? With a whole rotisserie chicken in there, carrots, yep. potatoes. What uh, else is in there? Snap peas, mushrooms. Not uh, canned. Curry, Nothing's canned, right? Japanese curry paste. Okay, uh, is it yellow curry paste? Yellow curry paste. What's the base? Delightful. A chicken broth? Uh, no chick. Oh, uh, yeah, I did make a chicken broth out of the chicken parts. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's that why it's there. so good. Oh. Uh, yeah, lots of fat, salt, and sugar is what I just rely on, basically. Well, that's how I cook, too. Lots of butter. Except right? no sugar anymore, you know? There's not really any sugar anymore except for the natural. It's the holidays. What are you talking about? You got to get ready. The, We're going to have more pecan pie. We're going to have chocolate. There's the natural occurring sugar in the carrots. No, no more sugar. You know sugar. what I'm getting for I've Christmas? so fat. I'm uh, actually honey? out of my hot pants, my hot guy pants. Hey, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting out a, of them. I'm telling you, I'm getting a honey baked ham for Christmas. There's, there's a spot hey, right up the street. That's pure protein. I'm down with it. In Pasadena, um, and it's I called. I told you I'm on the. I told you I'm on the Chilean, the Chilean bran flakes diet. If you want your soul to Ew. be empty, Chilean bran flakes diet. Uh, okay. Anyway, it's what I'm, everyone's Hollywood's doing. Get off my bit. I'm getting Sorry. a honey-baked ham. There's a company right down the street in Pasadena, so that should be good. I'm not going to cook it myself. I'm going to get it. Well, I did notice you said the other day about a stocking stuffer, getting books for a stocking stuffer, and I just had to point that out, that you cannot stuff a book into a stocking, and that just goes to show how you don't know about stockings, because stocking no. stuffers, there's an art to stuffing a stocking, yeah, okay, guys? So this is for all the parents and everybody who's going to prep on Christmas Eve. First thing is you want to take a yummy orange and... 
and stick that right down in the toe of the stocking. It kind of anchors it down. It's the best thing to put at the base. Things for stocking stuffers, the best things are like jewelry, but you also want to have like, you know, pencils, office supplies are good things, small toys. Um, if it's kid, like yo-yos. Um, anyway, yeah, little tiny book journals, books, tiny books, but not big books. They don't stuff in a stocking. I have to leave. Um, but um, I did notice my sister go. sent me a Christmas package. I quit. And I quit this show. She's from Texas, and she's sending me um, she's sending me pecans, which I think is such a lovely thing. It's like one good thing to do for Christmas. Oh, is either those are. Yeah, those are bomb. Bake those are uh, like cookies. covered in, coated in little spices and sugars and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> or take whatever nut or fruit is local to your yes. area, you know, especially something like nuts that don't go bad. And then she packaged, she probably bought them in bulk. She put them in little Christmas bags with like a tag and stuff. And she's sending those away to everybody. And it's like so great because it's somewhere from her area. Anyway, good what idea Grace for a Christmas What Grace is saying gift. is one of the best Christmas gifts you can give is these nuts. Come on. Nice and crunchy. Okay. No, wait, wait. I'll have to do that all in post. All right, last thing for my <laughs> bit is that um, I have been making my own ornaments, right, with felt and little peg it's dolls It's a segment, Grace. If you heads. think like a producer, you'll make producer money. Please go on. <laughs> producer money, what? Um, did we make producer money when we were producers of theater? Well, no. we produced the wrong thing, it happened to, but uh, other than now that, our we're formula was the sound. Big bucks with our podcast. Yeah, Ugh. we went from the big money of theater to the frying pan of podcasting. <laughs> um, so my friend gave me, so I've been collecting pine cones and acorns, right? And I got some gold spray paint. I got like a metallic gold spray paint and then a glitter spray. And I've been spraying pine cones, not just pine cones, but those little spiky balls. I forget what kind of tree they're from. And different like things I find on the ground that drop from trees. And my friend just gave me a whole bunch of pine cones she found. So I spray them gold and then I'm gonna go back and put little glue on the tips of every pine cone and then douse that thing in glitter and it'll be a Christmas ornament and then I'm going to put a little string on it with some glue and like adorable it's just a good way to add like a pop of gold you know and you can sink those deep in the tree okay that's it um, you should check out my tree it's on the the jazz show and I'll also post more pictures on our Facebook because it's real gorgeous next jazz show we'll have to uh, get some close ups of the tree and show people because it's coming it's come along even since then it's got more ornaments on it and the little handmade things you're talking about and with that I am Christmas out no more Christmas this show no you said you'd talk no. about the banning Christmas for the rest of the show people have been asking me they've been emailing me they're asking me what about the Yule Goat we're done with Christmas okay oh yeah You've we'll do Christmas traditions from around the world next and then we'll be done with it done with Christmas no, forever it's only the 5th 14th it's such such pedantic stupid consumerist bullshit Christian based garbage just looking for justice He's a narcissistic, egomaniacal, psychopathic man. The town malcontent. You're a very sarcastic man, aren't you? Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. He's an angry little gnome. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Always collecting a bad reputation. He's a dummy. Jimmy doesn't love comedy. You're a mysterious person. Nobody seems to know anything about him. He's a very charming man. Everybody hates Jimmy. He's an idiot. Jimmy's a bad person!
I don't think I'll be dating Jimmy. Look, isn't he clever? No. He's either getting trim, looking for trim, or having experimental surgery to stabilize his central nervous system. Oh, look, it's the guy from that thing. He got fat. Here's Jimmy. Okay, 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 great. Similar to the 12 Days of Christmas in the U.S., Iceland celebrates 13. They've got even one more than you, but they don't go with this whole, there's 25, there's 36. Is this 36. about the Yule Lads? Because I was just pulling that up. The Yule Lads, the 13 Yule Lads that visit Icelandic children after placing their shoes in the windows. So at least their parents don't have to be buy the, these like, single-use this is what drives me nuts about the stockings is they're single use. Like they come out one week a year and that's all you use them for is to put cheap candy in like, oh. Oh, see, ours were hand knit by my grandmother with our names like hand knit into the stockings. I'm grinched out on stockings. You've never even had a good stocking. I've never had a stocking. But yeah, they're like visited stockings. by the 13 Yule Lads, and depending on whether they're good or bad, they'll either receive candy if they're good or be greeted with shoes full of rotten potatoes if they're bad. Right. So this, the, the, I guess all these guys live in a cave with Gryla, the giantess with an appetite for the flesh of mischievous children. And her husband, Leopoldi, is lazy and mostly stays at home in their cave. So and then they've got 13 sons, these pranksters that like to harass everybody and give them rotten potatoes. But did you learn about the Yule cat, a huge and vicious cat who lurks behind the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve? So basically you have to buy new clothes. Where is this? Where's the Yule cat? Wikipedia. No, no. Where oh. where do they celebrate with the Yule cat? Iceland. It's all the same oh, it's all, folks. It's the cat. Yeah, it's Gryla and her husband. Uh, and do the, they have uh, bad bad Santa Claus, Krampus? Well, yeah. I think that's kind of in the same area, actually. Your segment, your intro reminded me of Krampus. Did you know about the... So Krampus is like the devil, basically, and it's that same... Central European. No, so it's not Iceland. It's Austria, Here. Bavaria, I can really Croatia, get with the Japanese people. Okay, Hungary. all right, all right. Blah, blah. Christmas, Queen of Christmas. All well, hell. I'm talking about Krampus. You should like this. He's a half goat, half man devil guy. And people do the Krampus sloth where the young men dress up like him and run a I race. do like Krampus. It's kind of the Grinch. I mean, the Grinch is like, the Grinch is... He doesn't only like, you know, like Santa Claus doesn't do shit if you're bad, basically. Santa Claus just doesn't, you know, he'll give you coal maybe or something like that. He gives you coal, yeah. Yeah, But he doesn't do anything to you. But if you're bad, Krampus will beat the shit out of you. Is that what he does? Yeah, yeah. Beats little children. I love it. Really? No. So here, I can really get with Japan, okay? Christmas, for one thing, is not a national holiday in Japan. And only an estimated 1% of the population is Christian, according to Smithsonian Magazine. Its citizens still find an interesting and delicious way to celebrate. Rather than gathering around the table for a turkey dinner, they head to their local Kentucky Fried Chicken. The tradition began in 1974. In Japan? Yeah. They have KFC? They have KFC for Christmas. Uh, oh, it's kind of like how... Kurasumasu. Don't Jewish folks have Chinese Oh, food you really for want me to blow this right now. Kurasumasu Niwa Kentucky. Wow, I fucking nailed that. It'd be cool to learn Japanese. 
Uh, yes, it would. But also, also the king of the the king of the uh, the the Christmas traditions, the world's largest straw goat in Galve, Gavle, uh, Sweden. The peculiar story of the Gavle goat started in 1966 when someone came up with the idea to design a giant version of the traditional Swedish Christmas straw goat. The objective was to attract customers to the shops and restaurants in the southern part of the city. So it was also a, a consumerist tradition there. But yeah, if you we go to the... We have these big deer go, in, in Pasadena. Those, do you see those big light-up oh, deer yeah. they have? Yeah, those yeah. Those kind of like that near the uh, shopping area? You can get area. those at Home Depot. The, Gal, the Gavle goat in Sweden is made out of uh, straw, straw bales, and uh, yeah, handcrafted every year. Sounds like a fire hazard. Yeah, maybe they light it on fire when they're done. Go to Burning Goat, everybody. It reminds me of like the fall of Troy. You know how they all went in in the Trojan horse and then all the people poured out and attacked the city. But um, I did want to say we missed yesterday, December 13th, which is St. Lucia's Day. Fuck! Think about the swear jar. You're putting so much money in. And now... Listen, everybody, I want to make an announcement about something. The LAAF Podcast presents... Today, Junior! Is today, is today even a thing? Man, there's an order of things. Okay, I was well, I, Earlier I was telling you, if you think like a producer, then you'll get producer money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, St. Lucia's a cool holiday. Okay. You, you, If you're a little girl, you dress, or a boy, you dress in white, and you Why put a wreath on your head. any of these funny bits? <laughs> and you stick candles in the wreath, just like we talked about a couple shows ago. Those wreaths have these pointy things in them, though. I'm not into this. I don't. They have that the pointy pine leaf. Needles? No, that leaf holly? with the little six points on it. You that's know? holly. That's the wreath is made out of that, isn't it? No, it's made out of pine, I would think. Well, and, pine and needles fur. are pokey also. I don't want to be putting any well, wreath materials on my head. Children aren't bald. No, a needly, uh, pokey thing can go right in your head, in your scalp, despite all of your hair. And then you stick you some and I candles don't have in the thick top. hair. Neither of us do. What if you had real a circle of 12 real lighted candles stuck in the wreath on your head? How do you feel about that? No, no. <laughs> that was in the ref. That was a bit they did in the ref, and they were drawing from an actual tradition, I think, where someone has a candle on their head and there's a hat that they wear, something like that. I'll have to look it up sometime. Next time on the LAAF podcast, a breakdown of the movie The Ref from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Can you better you wait? remember that. Can you even wait? No, but today's many, many uh, different. Happy St. Lucia's Day. And then God, it is also. Nobody's Catholic. Oh, it's not Catholic. It's Swedish. How'd you celebrate Ice Cream Day over the weekend? How'd you celebrate Taylor Swift's birthday, which somehow made it into National Days over the weekend? Uh, right? I didn't have ice cream. It I should have. I should have had mint chocolate chip. It is Green Monday. What's that mean? Green Monday, the second Monday of December is Green Monday on December 14th. This isn't a day dedicated to the environment, though that shouldn't stop you from being eco-friendly, but to all that last-minute shopping, all that last-minute shopping, we're all getting in before Christmas officially takes over. So leave space on your credit cards. It's a dash to the finish line. It's just all like financial holidays basically. Black it's, Friday, Green Monday, yeah. like Cyber Monday. It's like whatever. 
Um, it is one of it's your monkey favorite days. Days was just gonna say that you're such a <laughs> monkey. Weren't you born year of the monkey? Um, you're, yeah, yeah. You're the monkey on uh, the, you know, the. Uh, How else that are one you like a monkey? Calendar. Do you like bananas? Uh, actually, my knuckles drag upon the ground <laughs> as I walk, practically, because uh, I have um, long I have arms. normal sized legs and a short <laughs> torso. And long, long arms. I wear a 35 sleeve. And if the gentlemen out there have ever measured your sleeves, you'll understand how long that is. You probably wear a 32, a 33. I got two inches on you, bro. And not just in the arms. Yeah, just in the arms. (laughs) Uh, What? Other things. So I can't believe. Happy Monkey Day to the monkeys, all of our monkey listeners. Ooh, a siren in Pasadena. What's going it's on? Very exciting. An here. old person died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, to tomorrow is National Cat Herders Day. So, you guys out there with the 100 cats, have a great day. I imagine you put little hats on your cats. It's another gross food day. It's National Boulia Base Day. And what are those? Uh, what Fish, are those eel. shoes that aren't? What are those shoes that aren't uh, heels? Flats. Yeah, hats in hats on cats in no hats in flats cats in flats. Every and hats. celebrity's a thief. No, nope. hats that's on gay. cats and yes. flats. Every celebrity is gay. It happens to be my birthday. Oh, finally! And now it's time for famous birthdays on LAAF. Finally, something important. Okay, and I want you to remember, everybody, if you share a day of your birth with any of these people, you're, the, you're betters, then remember to rejoice and look up to them in awe at their glory. Hey, it's Miranda Hart's birthday. She's a oh, funny British on, that's actress. that's not a person. And, uh, it's nobody. Nobody again. Natasha McElhone. McEl- How do you say that? Uh, see, she's really pretty. No. She was in the Truman Show. This remember? is it's becoming bullshit to even Google famous birthdays because these people aren't at all famous. It's George the Sixth's birthday. It's Cliff Williams, the bassist from ACDC. Good job, great, wonderful. Happy birthday! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wow. The sketch that's not worth doing really, really comes around, really turns to the circle right and in if it's eats its birthday. own tail. Yeah, like the there's Urubos. just. Urubos, is that what it is? Even over, even over the weekend, it was nobody important's birthday. Oh, don't say that. What if someone's listening and it was their birthday? They're important. Uh, look up. Uh, um, uh, I've been snoozing people. I was just going to look up on Facebook my friends whose birthdays it is. Right, that's think... a new thing where you can snooze people for 30 days. Snooze them for 30 days. And like, uh, you know, I don't want to... Unfri- I only unfriend someone if like they're they're truly a hateful, you know, jerk or like... Or like they're just a spam person and I don't, yeah. don't even know them and I just added them for no reason. Yeah, I have a lot of followers from like Bangladesh and like different countries or not. I don't know who they but are. But I'll snooze someone basically for like two reasons. Like if they um, post nonstop about Trump, you know, and it's all of their posts and their prolific posters and it's all about Trump. Either and for I gotta or against. Them. Yeah, anything for or super against. political. I, I haven't seen too many people who are for 
do do that. You aren't friends with those people, probably. Not friends with too many conservatives, for one thing. And no, the conservatives I am friends with, they don't they don't post like that. They're not at it all the time. Um, but uh, a few liberals, I've had to be like, eh, maybe snooze you. But uh, 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 and then people who like have it all figured out regarding COVID, you know, like don't you people know? And they're always like telling everybody the rates and the numbers and like you're killing everyone and your ignorance and your arrogance and all this and it's like so snooze that person you know because that's just like i mean i just don't follow i unfollow almost everyone except you guys but i like no i like doing the snoozing thing because they wake back up in (laughs) in 30 days and it's funny because they'll usually be posting about the same same shit and you'll have to do it like three times to get into a new cycle with this person where they're not doing the same thing that drove you away from them. I was listening to some good new podcasts actually, and kind of talking, one of them was talking about how your brain gets, gets on a routine. Basically it gets on a track, something to do with science and the brain. Like, so you're, you know, we as humans are going to follow the same track over and over. And it takes energy to shift out of that inertia to shift our mind to something different. And actually, I think this podcast was about magic mushrooms. Um, it's a cool new podcast I just found, just started listening called That Witch Life. Um, and those are three ladies in LA talking about witchy stuff. So that one's good. There is legit Neanderthal shit going on in the brains of like, the, I think we are. You know, for lack of a better word, in the midst of a mass hysteria, as far as I can tell. Like, people are being crazy. They're being afraid of air. I was riding my bike today, and some lady, like, stopped in the middle of the street in the crosswalk so that she could let me go by on her bike when I had to stop. And, like, it's just like... You're you're putting yourself at risk so to And to, you're six feet away from her on a moving bike. To be bike, afraid of air and not to be breathing. Afra- I just don't, yeah, outside. Like, it's mass hysteria we've gotten involved in. This is the Gyrating Hips featuring Dr. Television. Go follow him on YouTube, the Gyrating Hips, because they're my buddies. Um, oh, cool. uh yeah, Alex the sound that guy. That makes me uh, want to gyrate. Alex right now. Lewis, the sound guy. Uh, and uh, Ari, my 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 main man, Ari Stidham. Sings on a bunch of the tracks, and then my another buddy of ours, another buddy of ours who uh, gave to our uh, our campaign when we were trying to make our TV show, Keenan the First, which we made, um, which we totally made, and uh, uh, is on one of the tracks. Oh, so yeah. a bunch Keenan's of great awesome. music over there. If you want to rock out over the uh, I'm gonna go gyrate over my the hips. quarantine and over the Christmas, check it out. I should be walking on the red carpet, not sitting on the couch in this funny position. It's pretty hot. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. On this day in 2008, Iraqi broadcast journalist Muntadar al-Saidi throws his shoes at U.S. President George W. Bush during a press conference. I always love that moment. What? Do you remember that no. moment? You don't remember that? I was in the woods in a year somewhere. 2008, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah I was Bush was giving a press conference goats. in... Oh, well, I'll bet... Um, uh, <laughs> I'll bet Muntadar al-Zaidi has milked a goat or two in his day. It's uh, the meat of the realm. But um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he just hated Bush. He threw his shoes at him. Um, they like took him to jail. I remember. Uh, it's just a so funny. So that's not how to how to behave in a uh, diplomatic I, situation. I mean, all of us who were kind of like 
yeah, all of us who had had it up to here with George W. Bush were kind of into it. We were like, you kind of had that shoe coming, brother. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Well, first, I mean, today, guys, is an important day in 2020. I know it's not history, but the electors are going to vote in their states today. Oh. Um, and, yeah, they're going to cast. save that for news. Should well, we talk about that in it's news? It's a December 14th thing. I'm just saying. No, oh, yeah, no, no, we'll I talk don't about care. the past. Either way. Um, Forget the present. Let's go back. <laughs> We're going oh, one back. More, well, okay. One that I like and that probably no one else will like, except for uh, uh, sci-fi dorks who are listening. Um, uh, German physicist Max Planck publishes his groundbreaking study of the effect of radiation on a black body substance and the quantum theory of modern physics is born, which uh, is a, a very nerdy thing, advances in science, but basically like led to a lot of computing and led to a lot of like theoretical mathematics. And uh, Max Planck is uh, responsible for one of my favorite quotes, which is, there is no law except for the law that there is no law. And I just thought, like, how, how universally defeatist that is. So defeatist. happy birthday, quantum theory invented like in 1900. Kind of an anarchist statement? What? To the law, there is the only laws there is. Well, no he law. he was speaking uh, in terms of physics, you know. But I mean, like, mm. uh, it fe- you know it feels very uh, it, you know it feels very homey for an anarchist, you know, uh, or somebody who just wants to who wants to shirk the law or say that it's not irrelevant or not important. Is that like really the only thing you can rely on is chaos, you know? So you know there might be something written down that says this is a law or blah blah but it, you know it doesn't amount to much in the final analysis you know the real law is what actually happens interesting so your 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 <laughs> brain goes on a one track one track and then also everything's chaos i mean all these things are true i guess there is no law 1799 george washington dies on mount vernon Aww, he was only 67 years old Born in 1732 to a farm family in Westmoreland County, Virginia, and uh, obviously went on to do one of my favorite things, which was uh, they were like coming at him like stupid, stupid, stupid and people he didn't do. Cut down the cherry tree? No, 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 no. After the whole Revolutionary War was won and everything, you know, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we finally got rid of that stupid king," and then they were like, "Hey." W- who should we make king? And they went after George Washington. They're like, hey, you're the greatest in all the land. You should be king of this land because we're so stupid. And he's like, hey, idiots, uh, that's not what we shot, fought the revolution for. And we're not doing that. And I'm not going to be the king. I'm going to serve one term like we agreed on in the thing that we signed. And we're not going to do that because kings are for jokers. So... George Washington is sort of my hero uh, on that account because he actually turned him down. You know, the mob will do that. The mob will elect a king if just given their druthers. You can't let them. That's why I'm against the presidency. Abolish oh, yeah. it. Abolish it. I mean, he really, he really survived quite a lot. His teeth were not made of wood, but they were made of <laughs> other materials. From the time he was 24, he was having his teeth pulled and was always in pain. Um, with these weird full and partial dentures made of probably cow and horse teeth, ivory, or copper alloy. Yikes. I mean, old school dentistry just seems rough. Yeah, no man. No wonder people died early. I mean, there's nothing like a bad toothache. It it want, makes you do want to die when you have a bad toothache. Your nerve is all raw. Oh, boy. 
And on this day Poor in George. history, Roald Amundsen discovers the South Pole. Happy Penguins. birthday, South Pole. Welcome to the world. Who screwed this up? F you. I have a bit of news for you. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. Russian hackers broke into federal agencies U.S. officials suspect. Did you know that? Email systems were breached at the Treasury and Commerce Departments in one of the most sophisticated and perhaps largest hacks in more than five years. It's a whole scene. We're listening to Ghostface Christmas. Pretty hot. Anyway, I'm not that worried about it. I guess, should I be worried? Are we supposed to have a Cold War? I'm like, let's all no. be friends. No, they're, 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 it's a huge moneymaker for the news industry to convince everybody all the time that um, the Russians are hacking the elections. You know, the, the news industry basically now feeds its audience whatever's hot. So Russians hacking the elections is super hot. But the fact of the matter is everybody hacks everybody's everything. So China, Russia, uh, anybody with the ability, you know, I mean, European countries hack into our elections and try to influence and try to influence our media and try to, you know, hack stuff. So it's like uh, everybody's hacking everybody's everything all the time. All of these agencies have a uh have uh, an intelligence service i mean rather all these countries you know every single one of these countries china you know uh, north korea south korea you know everybody has an intelligence service they're all putting their fingers in every election that they can around the world that's their job ours is one of the best at it so ours does it more than anybody we're like hey russia's hacking our elections yeah we're hacking theirs for sure you know? But we aren't talking, the press isn't talking about that. No, of course not. Because the FBI would, or whoever would come, the CIA would say, oh no. But it, just like everything about China that, that people say constantly, people say, you know, oh, oh, they have uh, slave labor, they have more people imprisoned, yada, yada. Gun violence we win at. I think that's all agreed. They have, uh, you know, but... But but almost everything that people say when it comes to like criticism of China, you can also say about the United States, you know, poor health care. They have, you know, poverty rates, you know, the, the, it's just like do the math and like their poverty rates and their imprisonment rates are basically per capita uh, kind of edging in on ours. You know, we're going to be catching up to them in another couple decades if we let things go like this in the United States of America. So like. I'm not really, you know, yeah, I have that criticism of China. I don't like the Chinese government, but for basically the same. Oh, yeah. We don't like the American government either. Just just letting all of our international listeners know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't like the Chinese government or the North Korean government or the Russian government, but I don't like them for the same exact reason that I don't like the government in the United States. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, well, I was just going to say that uh, the Cleveland Indians have decided to drop the Indians' name um, because of 
Yeah, because it's Isn't stereotypical. Well, this popped up right now. It's official. Oh. And, well, I guess they've been phasing oh, it out. Oh, no, you know what? No, I'm wrong. You're right. It was the Redskins who had done that move like, I don't know, a year ago, two years, five well, years Redskins ago. Well, Redskins is worse. Yeah. But Indians is bad, too. And they're dropping eh. the imagery of the cartoon mascot, Chief Wahoo. So, I mean, I hope that we can actually get some some funding and some... You know, more help for the actual Native American population that need help right now. Um, but uh, and maybe give some land back. Uh, but I think that, you know, I, it's really important to take care of these prejudicial stereotypes because it may not affect me directly as a white person, but it affects people with those nationalities, you know, just like I don't like to see women, you know, uh, portrayed as like dumb bimbo, you know, big boobed uh, idiots that have nothing good to say and are only good for sexual whatever. Uh, I'm sure that people of other ethnicities don't like to see there. I mean, even in Seinfeld, I know we weren't going to talk about that anymore, but the racial stereotypes in Seinfeld, which was in the 90s, are pretty rough and completely inappropriate nowadays. You could not put that stuff in a show. But many of them are funny still. Like you laugh at them, like you can't help yourself but laugh at them. So it's like yeah, I don't really laugh. Like I'm offended. I don't like that stuff. I think there's. I think people are anti being politically correct because it you know hinders their freedom, like you are, Jimmy. But but I think when you're sitting at the other side of the table and you're not a white guy, you know it, it can actually. It's just it's not good when all of society is saying prejudicial, you know hurtful things about your nationality it's offensive and it's not okay everyone should be we should honor each other's cultures but not disparage each other even if it's so called funny there are other funny things to laugh about so all of that stuff should go away and not be watched we should delete all those episodes of Seinfeld and delete Blazing Saddles. It should be seen through the lens of a vintage sensitivity. Just like, you know, we watch those movies from the 40s and 50s and we laugh about, you know, all the gender stereotypes and racial stereotypes. Like, look at art from the past, but look at it through that lens. You just said you didn't laugh. You just said you didn't laugh. Do we laugh or do we not laugh? I don't understand. Well, I don't can't control if people laugh, but I don't think we should, you know, name the sports teams that anymore or tell the jokes anymore. Yeah, I don't really laugh. Like, I'm offended. (laughs) You lost me logically, but I I understand the spirit of what you're trying to say. (laughs) Thank you very much. But first, listen to a word from our sponsor. This segment of the LAAF podcast is brought to you by Nissan. If you want the ultimate driving sensation with a pretty adequate stereo, but you're sick of the pesky longevity that comes with other cars, then test drive the newly designed Nissan Altima, featuring the highly experimental CVT transmission, guaranteed to fail by 40,000 miles. And if that's not enough, we installed brake pedals that fall off after about a year, and AC compressors so fresh you'll go through three of them before you renew your AAA. By the way, definitely renew your AAA. You're going to need, need that. It. The new Nissan Altima. It won't start breaking till you buy it. Yeah, I don't really laugh. Like, I'm offended. Pretty fresh beat, huh? I enjoyed this discussion. 
No, you didn't. Yes. Don't lie. You, you know, hate when people are politically correct. You think all no, humor... No, that's not true. I don't mind. I, I like it when people are politically correct of their own will out of sensitivity to someone else. I, I, I respect that quite a bit, but I don't think it's necessary to, to try to influence, uh, especially artists into maintaining any sort of politically correct standards because eventually it's going to be some artist's job to use political incorrectness or use a tool that involves something politically incorrect to make their purest whatever artistic statement and you know comedians are quite like that they well, have yeah. to have a lot of freedom they have to to be able to practice their craft comedians properly. should should are great when they make fun of themselves when they make fun of their own foibles and their own kinds foibles or whatever you know like i think that's okay like if you want to make fun of your own people that's your right but we shouldn't we shouldn't you know use dismissive names or, or anything like that about people. Yeah, I don't really laugh. Like, I'm offended. Come on in, China. We're all afraid of air over here, and we're afraid of hurting anyone's feelings. Just come on, take over. 2027 can't come fast enough. I hope you get here, and you'll be our overlords. <laughs> On uh, Wednesday, uh, we'll do more uh, of the traditions. We only got to, like, a few of them. What? There were only a few? We got the Yule Lads, the Krampus, St. Lucia. I'll shout I'll I'll I'll, I'll uh, shout out everybody Our I've snoozed stockings. in the last few days by name. I'll give you the names and addresses <laughs> of everyone I've snoozed. You know their addresses? Yeah. I think every I, I think everybody should also be like calling out more hypocrisy on their own side. Like I said, you know, I haven't unfriended everybody who's on the like maybe opposite end of the political spectrum of me. And um, I think like, you know, you should be able to like criticize. I was like talking to my sister and she, she was kind of like, don't you like any of these people? You know, like because she was supporting um, Kamala and uh, Biden. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, you know, I think there's criticisms to be had of them. So I don't necessarily just like them because they're not that other guy or whatever, you know. And I mean, I don't ever know these people on a personal basis anyways. Why would I like like them or raise them up on some sort of pedestal or anything, you know? Well, like, there are I, good I, things, you know, about both of those leaders that are, you know, their stories are pretty amazing. Just over these next four years, everybody learned to recognize some hypocrisy. We've seen some blatant hypocrisy, hypocrisy from like Newsom, who we were all kind of excited about with, you know, uh, about and everything. And it's like... You know, we should be able to criticize our own, like, people we voted for and stuff and not just support them blindly because they beat a guy that we hate or something. No, you know, I that's not, that. It's not intellectually um, honest to do. And but, but people like you your it, little sister want to have hope. And, you know, and, like, I like reading the stories of, you know, Biden's tragedy and, you know, Kamala, you know, coming from immigrant parents. Like, it, you know, I'm... I want to find the joy and the hope in a leader, you know, and I kind sure. of give it to them. Like I go and I find the good stuff about them, you know, even if they have faults. But uh, well, that's for the primary season. Hey, join us Wednesday. Follow us on the things at LAAF podcast on the Twitter and Instagram and uh, subscribe on Patreon. If you got like a buck a month to uh, pitch over to the effort and we're going to have extra content over there. soon. So, 
do it. I'm so sorry. The kids loved it. Hi there, LAAFers. Hmm. You've probably noticed that all of our commercials are fake. That's because we get all of our support from you, the listener. Sign up today and get all the exclusive membership benefits for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash LAAF. We'll have to suspend your membership. This is no time for nonsense.